Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. It's your host, Bad Love Chuck. We back at it again with another episode of Kingdom Cast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. The 2022 NFL Draft concluded yesterday, and everybody at Chiefs Kingdom is excited, man. Uh, I know I'm excited. I know country's excited. Um, it looks like um, I ain't really seen any complaints on the timeline, for real. Um, so it looks like it, that lined up with uh, what all the experts were saying. Uh, looks like all the experts gave us either a A plus or a straight A. Um, just just from all the experts I've seen on my timeline. So, but before we get into all that, man, I'd like to introduce my guy Country to the right of the screen. Um, just us two for today. Um, you know, Boogie, he's in the trap right now. Don't take that literally, people. He's not in a real trap. He's at work. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kylie's on the way back from Chicago. You know, safe travels for her and everything. So. So yeah, country, how you doing this evening, man? I'm tired, but I'm doing good. Um, <clears throat> draft weekend, man, painting the house, trying to cut the grass. I was doing too much today, for real. But I'm good, man. We had a hell of a draft, bro. Hell of a draft. Yeah, man. I was, I was, I was very pleased, man. Um, you know, day one, um, that second selection, I mean, I was kind of iffy on it, but, you know, people in Chiefs Kingdom, you know, we discussed it on Spaces, and I'm coming around on it a little bit, and then I watched a little film today, um, mainly just the first round picks for the most part. I haven't got to everybody else for real, but, you know, I do like what all these guys are going to bring to the table here in Chiefs Kingdom. Uh, it's going to be a lot of competition, especially in a, a position where we didn't think Brett Veach would go in the first round. It did so forth, so on and so forth throughout the rest of the draft. Uh, so yeah, man, um, let's go ahead and get it started. Um, you know, the first, the first pick for the Chiefs in the twenty-first overall selection. Uh, they actually traded up from twenty-nine to get this pick, and come to find out, uh, Buffalo was in line to get this guy. So we stepped right in front of them, and we got—I believe—we got the better corner in the draft. So we got Trey right. McDuffie from Washington. Yeah, so first we went corner, which was a shock. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we traded up to go corner, and we beat Buffalo to the guys. So that's the trifecta right there. Like, Trent Duffy, all he got to do is just play great, and we good. Like, he already set the precedent, precedent you know what I'm saying? So um, I thought it was Jermaine Johnson, too. I, yep, I really here. thought we were going Jermaine Johnson up until we didn't go Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> like, um, apparently, they 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 didn't like something that that we didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with with George Pickens. I thought we were going George Pickens at 50, <laughs> and um, then they traded down and uh, Pittsburgh grabbed him. So. I wasn't. Uh, I'm skipping ahead, but uh, Trent McDuffie is a uh, apparently hell of a corner. Uh, he probably shouldn't have been there at 21. Thank God he was. The draft was just so crazy, bro. Like, who got traded first? Uh, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood Brown and um, AJ Brown. Yeah, but Hollywood got traded. And it was like what? And then right after that, AJ got traded. It was like, are you kidding me? Like, it was so much movement in that first round, bro. The first round was crazy. That's one of the craziest first rounds I've ever seen. Um, so with all the runs on receivers and receivers were going quick in 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 a hurry. And uh we got a corner, man. Like, like I said, like nobody expected us to get a corner in the first round. Where we got him, and not only that, you actually traded up to get him. So, hey, they, he, we we gonna talk about draft fest, but we were at draft fest. He's a good kid, man. Seems like a good kid, bro. He he's a. Uh, I'll tell you who I think is gonna be the star of this draft, though. But we'll get to him later, but or or get to those two guys later. But I mean, Trent McDuffie, bro, he's one of the best corners in the draft. Uh, he we got him at great value. Um, it's really nothing you can say bad about this 
this pick. He's a little short, but it doesn't doesn't seem to matter. He was like, what? He hasn't given up, what, 39 yards and no touchdowns or something like that? So, man, you can't argue that. Can't argue yeah, that. Man. Yeah, man. Um, can't argue. I can't I can't argue with what I saw on film, man. Like, you know, just for watching this guy. Um, you know, he could play zone. He could play man. You know, he's good in the deep third. Like, the fluidity, man, with his hips, man, is crazy. Like, he can turn in any direction. Uh, he can – he can he can he can um cause the receiver to run towards the sideline and not have not give him much room to catch the ball and stuff. Um he knows when to pass off um a receiver to another defender, you know, playing zone, he knows how to play the flats and all that. Um he's everything you want in the corner. Um I know I've been seeing a few comparisons. Um I know I see the Chris Harris Jr. comparison. I know some people in Chiefs Kingdom said he could be a honey badger like two point you know, cornerback edition. Um, and you do see some of that. Like, he, he runs downhill. Uh, he plays the run pretty well, you know, when needed. Um, but like you said, size could be an issue. He may have to maybe get a little bit stronger because um, he might have an issue against the bigger receivers in the league, like those big 6'3 physical guys that can run and catch and everything. Um, oh, and I know oh some- don't, worry. Don't, don't worry. We got some size, too. <laughs> right. Right, right. We 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 address that later on in the draft anyway. But um but it but another thing is that sometimes he will he will have a habit of using his shoulder to tackle, you know, like when he goes low, the tackle and everything. So that might be something he had to adjust too. But other than that, man, so, I mean I love the selection. Um I was just very shocked that Brett Veach actually went corner with the first pick because he ain't never done that before. So that's never. Be in for a surprise. So I can't. I can't get mad at the pick, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And then we stole them from the Bills, so that's just icing on the cake, right? Yep, exactly. So, so yeah, man. Uh, Trent, but Trent McDuffie, yeah, draft fest, man. Uh, he brought great energy. Um, I know after it was all over and stuff, after they did a little interview with Mitch, man, he hopped on down, gave everybody a five that was in the front. You know yeah, I mean? so, yeah, that was dope. That was dope. If you look, if you look real hard at his at his Instagram video, when he got the he's doing a selfie, me and Chuck are like three, four rows in, and on a blue shirt, the only blue shirt. You were the only one. I seen like two other people with blue shirts. So. <laughs> the only blue shirt in the crowd. That's me, and Chuck is standing right next to me on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, country, country just do something on, you know what I mean? So, y'all got to be ready for that. But, yeah, um, but on to the next first-round pick, man. Um, George Karlaffis from Purdue. I've been practicing. Again. George Karlaffis. Yeah. Karlaffis. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay. Greek Freak. We got to come up with a better nickname because that name. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Dang, my guy's gone, man. Oh, that's tough. But yeah, like he was saying, uh, we definitely need a new nickname for uh George Carlathis. Uh Greek Freak, that's already been taken, man. Um, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's the best player in the NBA currently. Um, let's want to debate that. But yeah, I was I was about to tell him like, what we what should we think? Uh Greek guy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, that might be a little too far. You know, you don't want to overpraise these guys, so I see the chat with the pronunciations. <laughs> Loftus. Carl Loftus. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, let's go into more of the comments here. Yeah, Griffin and Wink, appreciate you guys. Uh, Kevin the Truck, I agree with you. I mean, A minus draft. I might bump it up to an A overall. So, um, hopefully Country gets back in here. But, yeah, I guess I'm going to hold it down for uh, George Carl Loftus here. Um, what I saw on the film with George Carlottis. I saw a little more film on today. And, you know, he shows great athleticism. Um, he he uses his hands very well. He's very good at that punch, you know. Um, I saw him move guys back quite often with the, with his punch. Um, so his first punch is pretty tough to handle. Now, the NFL level is quite different. Uh, you know, everybody's athletic, everybody's strong. So uh, we got to see if we're going to add a few more things. I know in the spaces – um, Dorian was saying that 
I know Dory in the chat here, he's talking to Casey Griffey. Um, he was saying that he would have to, he was coming, he was raw, kind of raw like how Tomahaw Lee was when he first got here to Kansas City. Uh, he was kind of that same raw build. You know, he had to prove his game at the next level. And, you know, he was confident that he can do that. Um, so, I think I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give George a chance to do something, man. Um, I just know that um, the the thing with him is that he's gonna have to not depend on the bull rush so much, cause you know tackles in the NFL they'll catch on to that real quick. Uh, the more film they have on you, so um, George, I know George is very good against the run. Uh, that's one thing I like from him. He's very good against the run. Um, I don't think there's an issue there because I saw him many times um there was tackles that tried to cut block against him and they was unsuccessful so uh it's gonna be interesting to see here let's see here uh, what's going on nephew uh there he is he's back he said I think the corner from the D2 gonna be the best player for some reason um he might be you know we're gonna get to him later on in the show where we at, man? I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with my internet today, but AT&T, your days are numbered. <laughs> man, that's supposed to be one of the best, huh? aren't they? But yeah, uh, but yeah, country, we was talking about uh, Carlotis, man. You know, what's your opinion on Carlotis? Um, I was a Jermaine Johnson fan, so I didn't really expect Carlotis, Carlotis, whatever. The Greek guy, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's in the chat. But, the pronunciation's in the chat if you need help with that. so. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, who cares? Um, <laughs> man, but he impressed with his interviews. His, his film stands out. You know what I'm saying? I got a dig. I don't really watch film like that, but mm -hmm. um, I got Tom Ahali comparisons and all that stuff. So, And uh, we actually at the draft fest that we're going to talk about a little bit later, but we actually seen their first meeting when Tom Bahali was walking off stage and, and George was walking to the stage. They met in the middle. It was like, ah, ah. They met in the middle. <laughs> they were pound and a handshake and a hug. And that's one of the guys that you want to get in his ear. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the guys you want him to model himself about. But uh, I heard he got a motor. He's relentless. Um, he never stops going. So what can you not love about that, man? You put him, you put him on the outside. Let him do his thing. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't sold on the guy because I mean I was so stuck on Jermaine Johnson. But apparently everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. I haven't heard really. I mean, national-wise, everybody loves them. I haven't heard too many things that, that'll make you upset about the pick. It was another pick that you can't be upset about, and that's going to be the trend pretty much for the rest of the draft. Like, So you pair him with McDuffie, hey, sound like a duo to me, a dynamic duo to me. Yeah, at first I was ups upset, but, you know, I, I calmed down a bit afterwards because, I mean, they addressed the need. You know, we need a, a defense and we need a we need a pass rusher. Um, so, you know, this Chiefs this coaching staff, they're going to work with him and, um, you know, help him improve his game a bit. So um, we'll, we'll see how things play out. You know, I think he's going to do something. You know, I know he, I'm not worried about him against the run. I know he can do that very well. So, but yeah. Yeah, man, and, uh, and like DJ said, at 30, it's a great value. So you can't discount that either. Um. I thought we were going to kind of trade down, but who traded up to get a quarterback in the first? The only quarterback that was selected in the first was Kenny Pickett. And at, at Pittsburgh, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Detroit traded, what, 32 to get to – or 12. 33 to get to 12 or something like that? Something, man, them, hey, that first round was crazy. Hey, you want to know, know, know something about that? Um, J-Mo was actually expected to be in the Chiefs uniform. Like, he was expecting the Chiefs to trade up and get him. Um, so, like, if you notice, like, he and his family, they was mainly wearing red, you know, 
Um, I, it's a rumor, by the way, thinking that he was gonna be oh, yeah. in the Chiefs uniform. So, yeah, so that was interesting. That was an interesting backstory that I heard. Where'd he go? He went to the Jets. Went to the Lions. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, gonna be. Hey, Lions had a hell of a draft. Lions had a hell of a draft. They just need a quarterback. Right, and then I mean, like, and like they don't get, yeah, they gonna get that quarterback. I mean, the reason that the reason they lost last year wasn't because of Jared Goff. Jared Goff actually played decent. They was in a lot of ball games. It's just that they didn't have the talent to close out games and win. So I think they're gonna improve quite a bit this year. Hey, look, if if Jamison can bring something to Detroit, a division title or a playoff run, he's the king of the city. Yep, exactly. And that'll be the first time you know since uh, oh. Calvin. And I mean, Calvin Johnson, another Detroit Lions legend. You know, he did that for Detroit, even though they didn't have many playoff appearances. But this hey, we'll see you when you get off your rookie contract, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, I mean, two for two. Brett Veach is on fire right now. So, it's like, okay. We see where this draft is going. We didn't got two guys we didn't expect to be there. Or we haven't made any significant moves. We haven't had to give up. We gave up. We kind of. Oh, man. Oh, man, so country having a rough time today, people. Uh, you know, we apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, this is why the show started late tonight. So I apologize. we apologize for that. But, yeah, man, um, he was getting into, you know, Brett Beach, you know, cooking up, cooking with the grease, man. Um, you know, he's he's on fire. Give it like an A, A minus so far as far as like his selections. But. You know, we get into day number two, man. Uh, day one was pretty much a success. He got on the knees. We got on the knees addressed. So, so Patriots got us pretty good for 21, though. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, Patriots, they um, they they kind of reached some of their selections, in my opinion. But we'll see. All right, so day two begins. Um, we got... Let's see, we got the 50th. We had the 50th overall pick, and we did another deal with the Patriots. Uh, we was willing to deal with the Patriots quite a bit, man. I was, I was asking a few Patriots fans, like, how can we making all these deals with y'all this year? And then one Patriots fan going to say, we're just looking out for y'all. And I'm like, all right, I guess, you know. Now, after we traded down, um, a lot of people in Chiefs Kingdom thought that George Pickens was still going to be there. Uh, but the Steelers... You know, they've been known to getting receivers in the second round and and lower. They're pretty good at that. So they went ahead and got pickets at pick 52. But there was also another receiver available. And this is another player that the Bills were looking at. And we just happened to still be in front of the Bills for this player, too. So <laughs> we got wide receiver Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. Um, love this kid, man. Love this kid. Uh, very good at running slants. Um, he, he has the biggest hands in the biggest hands of this draft class. Um, I didn't really see him drop the ball or having difficulty catching the ball. Um, he's very good at the catch point. Um, he knows how to, you know, he knows how to get position to, you know, find the ball and everything. The ball tracking is very good. So, um, he can replace some of the stuff that Tyreek brought here. I, I'm not saying we all know that he's not going to be Tyreek, but he's going to be a very good player in this offense. So, what do you think about the Sky Moore selection? I did not like Sky Moore going into this because I was a George Pickens fan. Um, I just thought he was little, and I thought what what I thought was we were looking for bigger guys and and more physical guys. So it kind of threw me off that we got Sky Moore. But man, after you watch the tape and uh, hear how. Andy Reid feels about him after you hear his interview and all that stuff. You can't be mad about the pick. Juke, bro, that's a terrible comparison. <laughs> I don't like Julian. 
No, let's he's he's Sky Moore. Let him be Sky Moore first. Don't compare <laughs> nobody. I mean, he he can get open like Julian Edwards, but I but to me, I saw a little more Tyler Lockett in this game than uh, Julian. Edelman. I've heard I've heard Golden Tate. I've heard nah. Julian Edelman. I heard Brandon Cooks. Like, let's just Steve let him Smith. be. Let him be who he gonna be. Yeah. So so like um so I like I think he's gonna contribute. Um, I don't know if he's gonna be a impact player. <laughs> You know, first year out the gate like that, but you know, who, who knows? Who knows what um how this offense is gonna look with this new receiving core? But I know they've been putting in the work down in Texas with Patrick so far in the offseason, so it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, Patrick distributes the ball. You know, other than Travis Kelsey getting his normal targets, so so yeah, yeah. Man, uh, I see Steve Smith. If he's Steve Smith, then I'm good. I'm good either way, you know what I'm saying. So it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad pick. Oh, the thing we leaving out is we traded down, we picked right. up a fifth round that we didn't have, and mm-hmm. still got our guy. Brent Beach is on fire at this point. Mm-hmm. And 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 did we ever use that fifth round pick? <laughs> oh hell yeah, flick it on So we still got we still got two picks. So we get Sky Moore, and then uh, who's the next guy we get? The next guy, the second guy, round, right? Yep. The next guy we got. Second. Yep. At pick sixty-two, we got Brian Cook out of Cincinnati. Um, this was a guy that didn't didn't get talked about as much in the secondary because the main guy, the main guys that were talked about were Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant. And you know, surprisingly, Kobe Bryant got drafted, selected, got selected much later than Brian Cook. But Brian Cook, man. Yeah. But Brian Cook, he's a guy that, that can lay the wood, man. Um, the few clips I've seen, man, he is not afraid to hit. He's not afraid to get in there, you know, um, stop the run. Um, he's a he just uh he's just a guy that brings a lot of physicality, um, you know, brings that dog mentality to to the defense. So he'll he'll contribute on situational downs and maybe special teams in the beginning, but you know, he can compete for a starting job eventually. Yeah, yeah. So and 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 something we're leaving out. Um all these guys are like 21 except Brian Cooks who's like what 22 he just turned 22. So everybody's young, everybody's hungry. Uh Brian Cook um was in my mocks. I did like JT Woods though. But I'm not mad at all about Brian Cook. Uh, from Cincinnati. Cincinnati had does Cincinnati have one of the greatest secondaries of all time? Cause like all of their yeah. guys in the secondary got drafted. <laughs> yeah, they got they had seven draft selections overall, I believe. They was one of the they had one of the most selections of this draft class overall. So Yeah. Luke, he's Luke he's taking over he's taking over Dan's spot. You can't you can't argue. You can't argue that, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, we didn't get no young guys. I mean, no old guys, man. Yeah, he's the uh, HBCU guy too, so that's a that's a plus. We double dipped there, so <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty dope. So yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. So and then yep. um and, and then we get into the third round, man. Uh, this this might be my favorite guy <laughs> in this draft class so far. <laughs> And it's based on not what I saw in the film, not, you know, the metric scores we saw. Um, this guy's metric score, he's like the third best of all the linebackers that have been drafted since 1987. Um, this guy been getting compared to Luke Keekley and Lance Briggs. And I'm like, hey, we get this type of player. You talk about help still here, man. Um, you talk about Leo Chanel, Leo Chanel from Wisconsin. Um, this dude at draft fest, man, he brought the most energy out of all the draft picks that was there. The dude was getting the fans hyped up. He said he's going to come in and bring violence and physicality. And I just love to hear that, dog. This dude is ready to make an impact already. Like, <laughs> when you got, got a guy riding death row on his arm <laughs> before the game, like, hey, listen, that's the guy you want on your defense, man. 
So what do you think about Leo Sinal? Leo Sinal, no, he's very good against the run. You know, um, the only knock on him is, you know, a pass curve. Because I guess he didn't have to do it that much in Wisconsin. But other than that, man, the athletic profile fits uh, what I saw on film. So what do you think about the Chanel pick? Oh, man. Like, bruh. He's the – look, the last two mentioned are immediately going to be fan favorites. I could and Leo are going to be – you might as well book that because they brought energy. Uh, Cooks was dancing. Cooks are Travis Kelsey about Cincinnati. Like, bro, he bringing that energy, that energy that you want from a, a safety. Um. So, hey man, I love both of those picks. I think I think they both come come in and be contributors from day one. Whether they in the is he the new Ben Neiman? I don't know. <laughs> no, he's way better than Ben. He's, he's way not, better than me. It's not going to be hard for him. Slam. So, yeah, man, energy, physical, violence, like my man said. And, and man, we killed this draft, bro. Like, this, 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 this draft, man, was amazing. Very amazing. <laughs> I see Chris in the comments, man. Yes, dog. Our linebacker core is gonna be something special, dog. And like I see, I see somebody say that Chanel gonna be better than um Willie Gay and Nick Bolton. And I'm like, hey, it's whatever, dog. Like I don't really care, man. All three of these guys, all three of those guys, gonna make an impact on this defense anyway. So, I mean, what's wrong with that? Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. So. So, yeah, man, very excited about that pick, man. I think Leo is definitely going to be the fan favorite, though, when it's all said and done of this draft class. You know, somebody just want to root for. Um, all right, so let's go to round number four. Sorry, guys. Uh, you know, country, I guess it's going to be a thing throughout the night, you know, him being in and out. So um, let's get to round four, man. Um, let's go to – we went to the – speaking of the HBCUs, like he just mentioned, um, we go to Joshua Williams. Uh, from Fayetteville State University. Uh, there's not much tape on Joshua Williams. Um, the only tape we really saw was on ESPN of this guy. But this is one of the guys that Craig Stout mentioned when he was on the show not so long ago as a day three guy that um, Brett Beach would look at. But, you know, come to find out, that was the case. He's a day three guy. He landed to us. Um, he's long. Um, he, he only ran a 4.5, but... I saw a tweet today where at the senior bowl, he had the fastest, like, game speed. So, like, his max speed was the highest out of all the prospects that were there. So, I yeah, was, like, 21, 20 mile, 21 miles per hour? I think it was 22. I think he oh. barely scratched 22. My bad. And I don't yeah. want to rob you or you. Nah, you good, bro. <laughs> you good, bro. So, so hey, y'all don't stop talking about Android, man. <laughs> uh, iPhone users. I had an iPhone that I bought, and the fans called me and said, where did you get this phone? And I stopped messing with iPhones because the fans is watching y'all, and I'm cool. Yo. <laughs> wow, that's wild. You for real? You just joking. I'm dead serious. Team Android, Slim. Let's wow, go. That's, that's crazy, man. It's my yeah. internet. It's not my phone. I, I, I don't think. <laughs> hey, you're lucky that uh, Clinton's not in here because Clinton would be – Coming up with all kinds of jokes, you know, calling you big internet, and whatnot. But, but anyway, back to, <laughs> back to back to Joshua Williams, though, man. Uh, he's most tall, long corners that Brett Beach likes, man. Um, and from like somebody I know, um, the shout out to Leon Bluntman. He does the transfer portal. They talk about college football, you know, all the prospects and stuff as well. And they had Joshua Williams on their podcast, you know, doing an interview. And I saw the clip where. He said what he was going to bring to the Kansas City Chiefs, basically. But this is like before he got drafted. You know, he said he's going to bring intelligence. Uh, you know, he's bringing bring that dog mentality. Um, those are just a few things he said. But if he can develop, um, I know some people said that, like Craig Stout, he said he could be, he could be a Traverius Ward with more upside. And Arrowhead Tom said the same thing, too, uh, when we was discussing Joshua Williams. Um, because at the time, I was thinking it's Rick Willem would be the selection, but I'm not mad at this pick at all. When did Willem go? Willem, Willem, 
Uh, Woolen went like I think he went late fifth round to the Seahawks or sixth round. Hey, Joshua Williams is hey, he nice, bro. Uh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I think he was <laughs> he's he like the first draft really? selection out of Fayetteville. Look up that interview, bro. Send him to your boy, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, hey. FA, give us that plug, man. Hey, I actually mocked Joshua Williams to the Chiefs and they gave me an F on PFF. So so forget those guys. <laughs> man, I've always said PFF sucks. PFF sucks. But yeah. they, they was liking our draft, though, but still, they be. Yeah, we're going to talk be, about that later, too. They be um, this. Good, good, good pick, bro. Especially because we went a little light on size when we got a uh, uh, McDuffie. So, I mean, to bring in a guy, I, I wanted one of those Traverius Ward build type guys, but with a little speed to him and a little little nastiness to him. So we got one of those. Guys, like, can't really argue that, bro. Yeah, there's Mac Wake, Mac Wake with um, speeds or whatever. So, yeah, 21.75 was the highest. Sheesh. That's pretty good, man. So, yeah, um, on to the next pick. Uh, we are now in round five. Now. Of course, man. <laughs> you said you can't because you ain't seen him in 10 years. <laughs> well, dang, Hefe. <laughs> so, we need to fix that, bro. But anyway. Follow him um, on Twitter and get that DM cracking, bro. Exactly. You so, know what yeah, they're doing. Right. So round five, uh, this is the pick we got from the Patriots. Uh, the pick 145, Kentucky offensive lineman Darian Kennard. Now, this Why would y'all let the- us get that, bro? Why would y'all let us get him in the fifth round? Why would yeah. y'all do that to yourself, bro? Y'all let us get Trey Smith in the sixth round. Then y'all gonna let us get the best SEC, tack- SEC tackle for like three years, and y'all gonna let us get him in the fifth round, a starting right tackle from day one? Why would y'all do that, bro? What are y'all doing out there? That's tough, man. That is tough, dog. <laughs> hey, but there's gonna be some competition, dog. He could he could definitely compete for the starting job at a right tackle. Sure. He, he, he might be starter by the time we get out of training camp. Hey, he might. The dude looks like a monster, bro. Did you Ooh, see his interviews? Um, no, I didn't get to his interviews. interviews. I didn't get to his interviews. Oh, yeah. man, he was talking about his mama was struggling, and my mama was a stripper, and now she got four degrees. That kid oh, been through too much, bro. Oh, he's man. coming. He's coming for the job. He's not playing. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I may be wrong here, but. He might be the right tackle by the time we get out of training camp. Let's keep an eye on him. Definitely. Yeah, de- yeah definitely. When we go like this, when we go to St. Joe this year, yeah, he's definitely gonna be one of the guys I'm gonna watch for sure. That was a steal, bro. That was a steal. That's that when Brett Beast was just showing off. Thank yeah, you, New like, England Patriots, for the right tackle. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. For sure, for sure. All right, so we got him out the way. Now we um I believe this is a, this um this round five or in round six now. I wanna say this this, this <laughs> knee ain't gone, man. A lot of y'all <laughs> hey man, a lot of y'all want knee ain't up out of there, dog. He hey bro, don't don't listen to DJ, man. DJ don't know what he's talking about. DJ get mad at people and he just he just want him off the team. He wanted McCall off the team for 13 weeks last year, so whatever. <laughs> he don't like Wiley, he don't like Niang, he don't like McCall, he didn't like uh, George, he didn't like nobody. Who cares? What DJ think? He's just angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I, believe, I believe this is round five still. So um, we got Jalen Watson. This is another guy, uh, Jalen Watson from Washington State. This is another guy that Craig Style mentioned on the podcast when we brought him on as a day. Go watch that episode, man. Go watch that episode. It was a great episode. Yeah, he was on point. He was on point with the secondary guys that could have been a possibility here with the Chiefs. So, yeah, Jalen Watson, um, this is another long athletic dude that can run. So, yeah. Um, I don't really... 
Yeah, you missed it, FA. Just hit the rewind button. But yeah, <laughs> um, Jalen Watson, man, um, I haven't watched much film on him, but I've heard good things about him. Um, he's another guy that could, that could compete and make the roster. So uh, what do you think about that selection? Another good size guy, right? He's, he's about 6'1", something like that. Yeah. So another big, long guy, you know, that's who we needed, bro. That's what everybody talks about the receivers in the AFC West. They're all tall. They're all fast. Um, Keenan Allen and, and uh, uh, Mike Williams and uh, Judy and, and all these guys around. Devontae Adams, let's not forget about him. You know what I'm saying? So size, we needed speed. We needed physical guys, you know, and we doubled down on it. The triple down on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh, uh, be mad at yourself. You did it to yourself. Just we be bring mad it back. at yourself. We bringing it back. <laughs> we be, be mad at yourself. Y'all let us do this. Y'all had perfect God, y'all had ample opportunity to get better than us. And, and y'all blew it. Be mad at yourself. Wayne said, just cover Gabe Davis, please. <laughs> just cover Gabe Davis. Who was that? Uh, the dude that scored like four touchdowns against us in that divisional game. Ah. Uh, yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll take care of that, man. I can't see him doing that again, but. Hey, we anyway. got, we got, we got, look at our, look at our secondary now, okay? You got McDuffie. Sneed, you got Sleep, you got Josh Williams, you got Watson, yeah. Cooks, Reed, Juan. Who am I missing? Oh, in um, the last kid we drafted, Nazim, Nazim Johnson, Naz something like Naz that. Nazim Marshall. Oh, okay. He from? I thought he went to Marshall. Um, I think he. I think he probably did. Um, trying to find the trying to find the the list of where these colleges are. Okay, y'all want yeah, y'all want yeah, Dominic and Sue? Yeah, he did go to Marshall. So, yep. Why? <laughs> I um, I don't think I don't think Sue is in our plans. I don't know about that. One. I mean, Sue would be great, but yeah, he's definitely not going to be in our plans. He's going think. back to Tampa. He's just waiting on Tom Brady to call. Yeah, basically it's all about time and stuff. But yeah, man, um on to um on to the next selection, man. Um a seventh round pick. Um Isaiah Pacheco. Now this is just playing with house money at this point. Um I seen a I seen a Twitter comment earlier today, uh talking about uh he's gonna be coming for Clyde Harris Hilaire's job. I was like, okay, all right, let's relax here. Um th that guy might have been trolling or what, I don't know. But Pacheco, he's talented, uh Rutgers. They weren't a good football team. Uh, they didn't really have an offensive line. They didn't have a quarterback. But I think I'm about Pacheco, to cut out again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's hope not, man. But, Pacheco, but I do. There's one thing that Pacheco did do. Um, I know Rutgers. They did a lot of RPOs, so he's pretty comfortable with that. And we do some RPOs in his office still. Um, so it's just a matter if he's going to get opportunity or he's going to make the team. So, but like I said, this this playing my house money at this point. Uh, so, yeah, looks like country, looks like country, done froze up, man. Let's see, Hefe said he might be fast as hell return. Yeah, that might be our return guy, cause we do need a return guy. I don't think you want um, I don't think you want McCall back there. Let's see here. Uh, DJ said he runs a four three, breaks a lot of tackles. Yeah, yeah, definitely saw a little bit of that. Yeah, Macway said return kids play special team. Yep. Yeah, that's probably gonna be his role. Return man, play special teams. See, I'm not afraid to take a grown man's job. Well, sure. We we want people like that on this team. Eric Ogren said, "IP is a badass. He a total beast, physical." Yeah. I wouldn't say Barry Clive. I mean, me either, man. See, man, here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. Like, people want Clyde up out of here too, man. Like, Clyde. Here's the thing, Clyde is another guy that's kind of gotten hurt, banged up here and there. Is there times where Clyde doesn't 
missed a hole here and there. He showed suspect vision, yes, but there's also games where Clyde did show up. So I'm giving Clyde hey, one more year. But, but you but you know what? When Clyde looked the best, when they finally start using him how he should be used, that's when he started looking good towards the end of the season. Also, when McKinnon game, right? was when McKinnon was like taking his job, that's he stepped up. He stepped okay. up. So uh man, don't give up on Clyde yet. Don't give up on Clyde yet, bro. People were saying um this guy Pacheco um could be just as explosive as McKinnon if he does his opportunity. I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. Is he is he injury prone like McKinnon? Like I mean, I hope not. Nobody <laughs> brings that up. McKinnon was hurt for what eight weeks last year? Like everybody just throws that out the window because he did good against Denver and in the playoffs. But and we, we didn't even use him in the playoffs though. What you what you mean? Uh, you talking about McKinnon or Clyde? McKinnon. We, we used him in the playoffs. Not as much as we was using them. Yeah, like we didn't use them enough. Clearly, but yeah, it was kind of odd. McKinnon's situation was very odd, man. Like, yeah, he was hurt the first couple of weeks, but then after that, he was healthy and he wasn't really playing till the end of the season. And 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 don't think don't don't base nothing off of last year's offense. We're going to have a totally different type of offense, bro. It's going to be different. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like it's not going to be the same, bro. It's it's not going to look the same. We're not just going to be waiting for Tyreek to get open down down the field. We're not just going to force feed the ball to Travis Kelsey no more. It's going to be more spread out, bro. I'm, I'm telling you. It, 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 you might not want to pick up us on fantasy, though, because I, I don't want to be – a thousand catches towards this guy, like you know, one hundred forty some catches. It's not gonna, not gonna be like that no more, bro. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we was already kind of limited as far as uh, fantasy football players, anyway. I mean, with Tyree got the picture, is just basically Patrick Mahomes and Tra- Travis Kelsey, and that's it. So, Damn. all right. Now, now, the very last pick you you did bring him up earlier, uh, Nazay Marshall from Marshall. Um, like I said, this is just house money at this point. Um, Beats bolstering up the secondary even more if Marshall makes the team, or he might just be a, another special teams guy. Um, I don't, I don't know much about him. Um, I think he's another, I think he's another tall, he's another tall um, physical guy uh, that Beach looked at. So another young guy, you know. And plus, we didn't have a lot of we don't have a lot of corners under contract. We don't have a lot of wide receivers under contract, so we needed the depth. We we was always gonna need some depth. Um, surprisingly, we haven't really done nothing much in undrafted free agents, which is uh, normally Veach really get the work. We we signed maybe five guys so far. None of them like nothing crazy. I thought we was gonna sign McCall uh, from Kentucky at DT. I still mm-hmm. think we need another edge, which means uh, Melvin Ingram, but I wouldn't even call Ingram till June or July. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all said in Dominican, so I don't really see seeing um, uh, Akeem Hicks from uh, Chicago still out there. Um, I-, I love Akeem Hicks. It's, it's going to be some people that get cut. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be some cuts. Um, uh, I wouldn't mind Robert Quinn. I damn sure wouldn't mind Robert Quinn. He had 18 sacks last year. Um, yeah. Oh, yo. Everybody thought we were going to have like eight picks, including me, until that breath. I said, man, I think we're going to pick a little bit more than people giving us credit for. He got 10 people, 10 picks, 10 players. So, um, we needed we needed guys under contract, and I think I'm about to get cut off again. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm glad we addressed that, man. We 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 really addressed the defense a lot in the draft, bro. Like it's a beautiful draft, bro. Um, a lot of A's, a lot of A pluses. PFF gave us an A plus. Uh, what's his name? Bugler, Dane Bugler, whatever his name. is. 
That was an A. I think Ruder gave us an A. A lot of a lot of national guys that. Yeah, he cut out again, but you know he was going down the um the number the list of people that gave the Chiefs a very good grade, uh, whether it was A plus A. You know, it, that's what it was. It's either A plus or A. I didn't really see an A minus. Uh, might have been a few A minuses in there. Um, I know I've seen like a few B pluses for some other experts, but for the most part, I mean, according to my timeline, I saw like A plus or straight A draft. So. I mean, I mean, I agree with that. Um, I think I want to say us. I want to say us, the Jets, the Ravens, the Lions, and dang, I'm I'm missing one more. Oh yeah, Detroit. I don't think I said Detroit. Um, so I think we're we probably like ran out the top five as far as like teams that had the best draft, in my opinion. And I think um most of the experts agree with that as well. I apologize for my internet or my phone or whatever's going on. I sincerely apologize. Thank y'all for rocking with me today. This is terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. and who had the best? You said who had the best draft? Who had good? I think the Giants, the Jets, um, the Ravens, Ravens. Ravens got a lot of guys that I like, actually. If they only had a quarterback, though. What's up, Boogie? <laughs> Boogie, you're clowning, you're clowning on you in the comments. <laughs> Android game. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I, I really like what we did this year in our draft class, man. Um, so I'm just excited to see these guys on the field, see what they're going to do, man, and see how they're going to contribute. So I feel I'm pretty confident in the young guys in the secondary, man. Um, uh, looks like, you know, Bradby did a pretty good job and, and looking at those young guys in the secondary. So I'm just interested to see how they're going to compete and who's going to be listed where on the depth chart. Yeah. Oh man. Sorry about my, uh, I'm just having a rough day. Just having a rough day, bro. It has nothing yeah. to do with my phone. It's my internet. Buggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, break down Kingdom Grill for us. Yeah, yeah. That's a great transition. Um, Kingdom Bar and Grill, man. Uh, me and Boogie and um, Mr. Wings and Things himself. Shout out to Darren. Um, you know, he helped us with a few things behind the scenes as far as the podcast goes. Um, so yeah, we was all chilling at the Kingdom Bar Grill, man. Great environment, man. Um, it was packed. Um, couldn't get the table inside, so we had to settle for an outside patio or whatnot. But uh, you know, the KC Sport Net Sports Network guys, you know, they did their thing. Um, and you know, people was reacting to the picks that the Chiefs selected and everything. Uh, they reacted to some other picks as well. Uh, but Boogie, man, Boogie was very upset. Oh man, what was going on? He like the first thing he was upset about was JMO um going to Detroit. Detroit trading up again, JMO. He was very upset about that. Um and then it really got there when AJ Brown got traded to the Eagles. He felt like the Chiefs missed out on the opportunity on AJ Brown. <laughs> he was like he was like, I'm trying to go to the chick house and not get in the cat. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Boogie's a fool. Boogie was a fool for that statement. Um, and then, um, and then later on in the draft, you know, when we got Carl Aftis, uh, he was kind of on that too. So, but a lot of people at Chiefs Kingdom actually liked that pick more than Trent McDuffie at Kingdom Barn Grill. So, but other than that, man, like, never had it. I don't because I don't think McDuffie was ever really in our plans. It was like talking about. Talking about McDuffie would be like talking about sauce. It's like we we don't have no chance to get him. He's not falling in twenty nine. You know what I'm saying? So he just never was a topic. Yeah, like yeah, he was um he was kind of on the back burner a little bit. But I know Matt Lane brought him up as a possibility when he was on the show a few a few days ago. So he was saying McDuffie would be a possibility. He was to my Andrew Booth, uh, Kyrie Elam. So, 
but I definitely had Andrew Booth over Trent McDuffie. But I'm I'm happy with McDuffie though. So it's yeah. just that people it's just that people at Kingdom Bar and Grill, they was just stunned. It was just like, huh? You know, <laughs> like they didn't think Brett Beast would take a corner with the first pick. It, it just so. never was a possibility that we were gonna take a corner, bro. It just we it was gonna be edge or receiver. I told y'all they weren't moving up for a receiver though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, Chris, the draft is in Kansas City next year. Yes, sir. I don't I don't know how it's gonna go. I don't know how it's gonna be set up, but man, everybody come out let's let's put on a good show, man, for Kansas City, bro. Let's let's show them a good time. Let's let's be excited. Let's let's show them love and everything. So we can get that again, bro. It's just gonna be awesome, bro. For real, dude. I can't wait, man. I'm I'm definitely interested to see how it's gonna be set up at Union Station, just the entire layout and everything, man. I know people was talking about traffic and everything, but hey, you just gotta get there early, man. So you want to deal with traffic, so. But yeah, that's gonna be a great <laughs> time, man. And we definitely wanna. I think I think if 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 he did never say no about Tyron, but I think Tyron might end up in New Orleans. But if he doesn't, come on home, baby. <laughs> Piss Boogie off some more. <laughs> hey man, some people gonna be like, oh, we gotta see more of his tweets. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, with the way with the way we drafted this weekend, I think that that pretty much closed the door on that. But I mean, I wouldn't mind, but I think he's going to New Orleans though. Yeah, that's that's all I think. I think the door is definitely shut on on that. I would be shocked if he does come back, but I will. I mean, I will welcome it. But we did see that. I, still, about- I still think we needed. I still think we need a defensive tackle. Um, for the rotation, I still think we need a DN. Um, for the rotation. So, I don't think we're done. You know what I'm saying? So, we got um, we got uh, mini camp in two weeks. So the rookie show. Um, man, I'm excited, bro. We we had a hell of a draft. Like, w- what? There was only one pick that I didn't know. Well, two. The last two. I didn't know who the running back was. I didn't know who the safety was. But besides that, it was no picks that you could be like, what are they doing? It was none of that. It was none of that. Either no night, for real. I just yeah, wanted man. George Pickens. <laughs> but I understand, bro. If they if they, they seen something they like, you gotta you gotta respect it. And I think the one thing that, about it. I think the one thing they didn't like about Pickens is that um after he got selected, um Ian Rappaport reported that Pickens had gotten a car accident and he didn't have a seatbelt on before I heard. So um I think that was one of the things that the Chiefs didn't like. Um, you know, suspect decision making there. Um, but Pickens only had like a scratch here and there, but he was all right. But but yeah, when? that's just, I didn't even hear about that. I want to say it was the week before the draft. I want to say so. So yeah, Beach Mouse saw that. It was like, oh, I don't know about this guy now. But yeah. Hey, Eric. You know, after the draft, there's always gonna be people cut. There's always gonna be people released. The Giants, like, do the Giants even have enough room to sign their draft picks? They should they- be cutting Bradbury. I don't even know if we need Bradbury anymore. They might cut Bradbury and Tony this week because just so they can sign their picks. Yeah, they trying to find some suitors still. So we'll see how that goes for them. Um, Can't argue with that, bro. Can't argue with that one. That's right. I'm, I'm with you on that, Mac. Wait. So, so with the Tyreek picks, we got McDuffie and um, Leo. Yeah, I think that's about right. Because we did get like we did get like we did get a first. Did, we did, the first rounder was the, the first rounder was a part of that deal and a third rounder. <clears throat> so, and next year we get a yeah. So 
they, 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 <laughs> we get like two. What we get like two, two draft picks in twenty twenty three. I want to say it was two draft picks we got in twenty twenty three for now. So I don't. I don't think we need them. I, I don't think we need them. I don't think I don't we need think. Tony or Bradbury anymore. Unless you just want to bring a vet in. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about it, but I don't think we need him. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I think we Especially out on that. Not for 13 million dollars. Yeah, he I would have to would. Yeah, we, we still need I think linemen. Let's look at let's look at some linemen. Somebody's gonna be cut that shouldn't be cut. It happens every year. Every year. So yeah. I mean, we just just be patient, bro. We're gonna get there. We got a lot better last night. Most definitely, man. But uh, some of the undrafted, some of the undrafted free agents I saw, dude, like like Verone McKinley, for example, from Oregon, like that was a shocker right there. Cause I'm like, y'all not watching the film. Y'all caught up in measurables too much. That's and that's that that be the issue with scouts at times. They get caught up in measurables too much at times, and they not watching the tape. Uh, McKinley, he was he was very good from what I saw at Oregon, and he had that big game against Ohio State, sealed the victory up there, in Columbus, and that's not an easy place to win, win a ball game. So, I I wanted to get that kid from LSU, uh, the other linebacker, Clark, Demon Demon yeah, Clark yeah, or something. Yeah, like that. he went to Dallas. He went to Dallas in the seventh round, I think. So yeah, that, that means he's gonna be injured for the rest of his career going to Dallas. <laughs> Yeah, Hef- yeah, Justin Ross is another one because he was playing in the national championship game or in the college football playoff, and he was like a first round selection after that game, but he wasn't draft eligible, and now he doesn't even have a team currently. He still didn't get signed. I don't think he got signed yet. I haven't heard anything. His medicals, hey, bro, your medical. If your medicals are bad. That's that's curtains for you, bro. You gonna fall. You gonna fall far. Yep. And then the I thing. Neck thing, I think, is the yeah. thing I heard. He had a neck, spine, neck. It was a spine injury, and then I think he had a leg injury too. If I'm not mistaken, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that chat. Um, but the the last name that surprised me was Carson Strong. Now Carson Strong, that's another guy that as a uh, medicals like issues with medicals and stuff but just like his tools and everything i felt like he was gonna get drafted in the late rounds and he didn't get drafted at all so that was another big shocker yeah it was a hey man to to them undrafted free agents man it ain't over bro just keep working bro just keep coming back and keep going hard keep going strong bro it could happen for you they said it was more undrafted free agent Hall of Famers than drafted. You know what I'm saying? So, and just keep working, man. Um, it's sad to see somebody not get drafted, bro, especially somebody that has so much promise and then you see them, they drafted. It's just, it's sad, man. Who was the kid? Um, uh, N'Kobe Dean, he fell. Yeah, he um, fell pretty far. Long the, Eagles, way. You know what the, Eagles got, so, the Eagles got great value. Though. The Eagles, man, the Eagles, they killed their draft, bro. Eagles had a good draft, too. And on top of that, and you Eagles get AJ Brown on the trade. Eagles are Eagles, uh, Chiefs, Colts. They're kind of like we under the same kind of like tree and all that stuff. So I, I feel like we they look at the same guys we would have looked at. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, yeah. Um, Johnson, our guy, um, Smith, friend of the show. He always talked about Karan Johnson. He got picked up by the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles in the fifth. Was he a fifth round, sixth round guy? Yeah, he's a late fifth round selection. Cause like, cause after we had um, after we had uh made our fifth round selection, I was hoping he would drop to the seventh round. And I saw he got selected by the Eagles before I fell asleep. And I was like, damn it, Eagles. <laughs> yeah. I, I did I did kind of get a little upset when uh, the Steelers took George Pickens. <laughs> it's like, I hate you. 
you rule the day. As soon as I saw that, I, I, was like, I, knew it. I wanted Charleston Rambo, the wide receiver from Miami, but uh, I, hey, you can't really complain about the draft. Yeah, I don't have any complaints. Man, get out, man. I'm trying to What's play. up, Lenny? <laughs> yeah, Ravens had a good draft, man. Ravens drafted a lot of a lot of guys that I was interested in. But like I said, they ain't got no they ain't got no quarterback, so who cares? Dog, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> why do you keep saying that, dog? Like they really not gonna have a quarterback the way they acting in the offseason, thinking that um What's that? They really confident in um in uh damn Rashad Bateman being wide receiver number one, and I see they drafted tight end, so they go, it's gonna be a running back tight end offense. Greg Roman just does not switch up, man. He he's gonna continue to run the same lame offense that's gonna eventually get stopped. And but Lamar's gonna get a bag somewhere. I, I just don't see how you trade your quarterbacks. Favorite wide receiver during the draft without telling him. Yeah, pretty wild, man. Pretty wild, but it is what it is, man. That's the thing with the NFL and the business, dog. So, <laughs> yeah, that was funny as heck, Mac Wait. <laughs> that was funny as heck. <laughs> Somebody, Ravens fans, was like, delete this, baby. I'm like, delete what? <laughs> let that man, let that man be emotional for a sec. Uh, how do you not tell your quarterback that? It's, it's, like, it's unforgivable almost. Nobody cares about that. But hey, I hope yeah. <laughs> What is going on today? I can't even record because my son is back there rapping. Your son is funny, man. But nah, um, but yeah, man. Um, the Ravens, man. I just hope he. I hope he goes somewhere else now, though, man. Like, what the Ravens are doing to Lam- what the Ravens have done to Lamar Jackson is just unforgivable. It really is unforgivable. They definitely could have got a legit receiver number one for him to throw the ball to on the outside, but they refused to do it, man. So, but Hollywood and Kyler, they linked back up together in Arizona. You know, they played together at. At the University of Oklahoma, they did a thing out there, so that's gonna be interesting to see um, how Hollywood fits that offense. But you know, I think he'll fit pretty well there. Uh, look, Arizona's not that better either. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he had a hell of a draft. Hold on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, like Country said, we had a hell of a draft. Um, and we're interested to see how these guys are going to compete in camp, in Ricky Mini Camp. So, yeah, my country gets that situated, man. Um, yeah, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, man, especially uh, throughout last week, man. We, we knocked out three episodes. Um, all the guys at KC Sports Network had pulled up, man. Um, Shout out to Matt Lane, Craig out, and uh, my former chief, Jeff Allen. You know, shout out to those guys for pulling up, man, over the past week. We saw about the draft week. We had an amazing draft week, man. We had, we had Matt Lane on. We had Craig Stout. We had uh, Jeff Allen. Told us an incredible story about the whole draft process. Made me look at the draft entirely different, man. They go through a lot. Man, they really, really go through a lot. Like, go check that out, man. Um, Tuesday, we're doing a show. We have a very special guest. Big time, man. Big time guest. Yeah, this guy. I take my hat off to this guy. He's he's a he's a legend. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of legends, all my Kingdom Cast family. We need to get Mitch Holtz on the show. Word. Help us out. If y'all can get... Oh, no. Ah, man. Country, country went out again. But like he was saying, though, 
if y'all can help us get Mitch Holtis on the show, man, that'd be great. Because uh, Mitch did recognize us at Draft Fest. Uh, we seen our tweet and uh, retweeted it. You know, gave us a little recognition, man. So that was that was big time for us right there. Um, so, you know, Mitch was a cool dude, man. You know, I met him before at uh, at the time when I went viral and stuff. Uh, went to uh, the little high uh weekday show or whatever. Pulled up there. Uh, got to talk to him for a little bit. Uh, really good guy. Um, definitely love to have him on the show, man. So. That'd be dope. But um, speaking of more legends, though, man, you know, congratulations to Kimball Anders. He's the he's the newest member of the Chiefs Hall of Fame. Um, it's for 2022, so he's gonna get have his jersey retired, have his name put up there in the ring of honor. So big ups to Kimball Anders, the former fullback for the Kansas City Chiefs. You bite. I'm having a rough day, man. I'm having a rough day. That's a great I, point, Wayne. That's a great point, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get Mitch on the show and I'll make it perfect, bro. Just call me out. I need I need some good news today. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um that's gonna go ahead. That's gonna conclude our show for tonight, man. Like thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. <laughs> Bring on Soren. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Until the next episode, we out of here, people. Hey, man. Sorry about my uh, Wi-Fi internet things. I apologize to all of y'all. Hopefully, y'all still enjoyed the show. Like, subscribe, man. Keep supporting us, man. We love you all. Uh, we'll see y'all next week, man. We'll see y'all Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. I don't know. Whenever. We'll see you soon. Big internet. <laughs>